0: Welcome to Making Sense with Dustin Lamontang from Research Capital. My name is Bryn Griffiths. Dustin, how are you doing today?
1: Awesome, Brent. How's yourself?
0: Great, thank you. Hey, listen, one of the topics that should be attacked and approached is that of healthcare because, man, oh,
1: man, has that ever changed, I'm guessing, in the past 18 to 20 months? Yeah, that's uh, that's probably an understatement. Uh, if you look at uh, some of the things that have transpired in, in the this sector, right? Whether oh, yeah. you're talking about... Uh, these, um, RNA vaccines, vaccine delivery, uh, or, or just people, uh, you know, not, not able to go into a clinic and having a, an appointment with a, a doctor or a specialist over the, over the phone or zoom. Right.
0: Yeah. It, let's focus first on pharmas because th- that's an area that has changed not only in the medication that we get, but also how we get that medication in particular stores.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, when you, when you talk about the pharmaceutical industry, it's so massive and so large and so diverse, um, you know, there, there's, there's nobody that, uh, is untouched from that industry, right. Whether you're talking about, uh, you know, common cold medicines or, or headache, uh, you know, Advil or Tylenol to specialty medicines, which, uh, you know, you've, you've had uh, exposure to yourself, you know, when, when, with your health, health issues over the last couple of years. Right. So, um pharmacy, uh, pharmaceutical stocks, I think, are, uh, uh, you know, especially with the aging population, they're going to be a very good area to invest in. Uh, Now, there's a number of different avenues people can choose to um, invest in in that area. You can buy individual stocks or you can go with uh, some of these baskets like ETFs, uh, exchange traded funds. Or you can uh, look at their specialty healthcare funds that are uh, managed by different companies out in the marketplace. So uh, I won't get into specifics today, but if anyone wants to, you know, give me a shout and discuss that area, you know, I'd be more than willing. So
0: what about medical equipment? Here's another area that uh, I don't know how much that's changed, but uh, I'm guessing there's always an evolution in that regard.
1: Well, and, and some of the research I've done uh, on you know this sector, um, it, it's it's a little concerning the uh, for 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 how great the technology is at, at uh, you know extending lives and, and curing medicines. It's also escalating the costs in the the healthcare industry. You know, some of these machines that they use, whether it be, uh, you know, MRIs or or just a, I don't know if you've noticed the technology in, in even in hospital beds now, um, you know, you've got integrated, um, you know, web, web-enabled hospital beds now. So, uh, it, it's, it's uh, the technology is amazing, but of course, uh, somebody has to pay for it and that somebody is you and I, right? Yeah. So, um, well, I'm a, I'm a big fan of, of the, the technology we, we do have to look at, um, you know, at some point there's a tipping point on costs as well. So, uh, in that area, medical equipment, um, the, the two companies that I've looked at, uh, historically have been Stryker and, and Medtronic. So, um. I think they, they make everything from, you know, stents to hospital beds to hospital beds to uh, heart valves. So um, in that area, mo- most of the companies are outside of Canada because, of course, we're, we're publicly funded. So when I'm looking at uh, healthcare investments, I'm looking to the U.S., Europe, Asia. Um, and because that's uh, out, of, out of our geographical realm, and and uh, you know no- normally uh, I'm I'm depending on experts in in other countries or. Uh, managers that are very astute in this field to get client exposure so I, i've i've normally gone towards uh e- etfs or or specific managers for this sector uh or a person can just uh, buy a company like johnson and johnson which covers uh, almost all the bases. pretty much everything yeah. yeah exactly so um but that that's very uh you know specifically tailored to each individual client so
0: It's funny. Well, it's not funny, but I I had a hospital uh, stay last year and I had a chance to talk to one of the doctors because the one thing that did annoy me a little bit was trying to find the control to raise the bed up and do all that kind of stuff. He says, You know, there's a new one that's just on the verge of coming out, will be voice activated by the patient where you go uh, bed, lean forward, or bed, go back, or whatever. He said, I'm not sure how it's going to work, but it just tells you about how. how aggressive they're becoming in terms of technology,
1: yeah, and and that's the type of uh, you know cost increases we're seeing, yes, right. So on on the one side, you've got uh, you know the pharmacy and medical equipment and. Uh, the 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 costs rising dramatically there, and then on the other side you've got the the human factor, right? You've got doctors and nurses and support staff that that need to you know run our our uh, healthcare system. So um, when when you talk about uh, you know wage growth and you talk about uh, in, in increases in um, equipment prices, things things to that nature, uh, and then you've got a, an aging population which is going to put stress on the system. It it really concerns me whether our uh, our publicly funded uh, healthcare system is is ready for the challenges that are that are coming down the the pipe. What about biotech? Well, bi- biotech is uh, I think one of the areas that could be a bit of a savior, and we've seen that. Uh, in, in the pandemic most recently, this new vaccine technology, um, this could maybe be applied to, to other uh, other areas, uh, um, you know, of, of concern as well. You know, maybe there's are some areas around uh, things like uh, autoimmune diseases. And uh, I mean, who, who knows where this technology is going to take us, but um, d- definitely we, we saw lots of changes during the, the pandemic in this regard. And I mean, who, who would have thought that, you uh, uh, the, the uh, rollout of telehealth would be uh, so, uh, you know, quick and sharp. Yeah. Uh, but you've got companies now, a couple out of Vancouver, uh, CloudMD and, and WellHealth, which are leading the, um, the surge in that area in Canada. And in, in the US, you've got a big company called Teladoc. And uh, th- this is quite simply just uh, taking um, technology, like Zoom technology, into uh, medical rooms. So, uh, you know, you're, you're going to have um, the, the technology where you could have a, uh, a specialist in San Diego helping a uh, g- generalist in, uh, you know, Edmonton perform, uh, you know, heart surgery, for example. Uh, so y- you may you may uh, see all kinds of variations using this type of technology going forward.
0: I had also read a story on that about Zoom technology where uh, patients having surgery and the family's actually watching and listening to the doctor do the surgery. It's, it's, it's incredible, isn't it?
1: Oh, it is incredible, and and that that uh, technology I do believe will be uh, you know it, it to, to the detriment in in and the adv- advantage uh, going forward because uh, if you can lower use technology to lower the costs on the servicing side, uh, it could offset some of the technology costs uh, increases on on the uh, equipment side. So,
0: and what about services that type of thing? As you talk about the population is aging. Services, I guess, would have to
1: be growing. Yeah, I mean, and when you think of services, um, you know, there's there's probably not a strip mall in, in Canada that doesn't have some sort of a medical, uh, you know, office a- attached to it, whether it be dental, uh, optical, or or just uh, you, know, uh, you know, you know, you name it, foot, back, you know, chiropractic office, uh, but also just general practitioners. I mean, there there's a um, uh, a shopping mall in, in West Edmonton called metal Lark, And that's been completely converted yep. other than, I think there's a Safeway and a dollar am in there, but the rest is all medical offices. Walmart is in there,
0: uh, gone by there and actually gone into that mall for a service. And you're right. It's completely medical.
1: It's amazing what they've done. Yeah. I, th- I think there's I uh, I don't know, 80 or a hundred doctors in, in, in that. So you can go there as, as a one-stop shop, you know, yes. whatever's wrong with you. Um, but services is going to be a, a great growth area. You know, I think demographically right now, about uh, uh, 15% of the population of Canada is over 25, and, and I'll use extrapolation to apply that to the U.S. as well. We're very similar. Uh, by, uh, by 2030, that's going to be 25%. So a quarter of our population is going to be over 65. Uh, what do you think is going to be, uh, you know, the stress on the healthcare system? The older people get, it's like a car, right? It's yeah. Part parts start going on yes, us. Yes, they and, do. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, great, great investment opportunity, and uh, it's an area, you know, I'll probably have going forward a ten to fifteen percent weighting in in client portfolios in in healthcare. Wow.
0: Okay. If somebody needs to get a hold of you, how do they reach you?
1: Uh, Give me a call on my cell phone, 780-905-7729, or uh, on my email is dlamontang at researchcapital.com.
0: And don't forget to check out the website, which is researchcapital.com. And just a reminder, the markets and financial numbers, they change frequently. So what we might be saying today could easily change by later today or overnight. So make sure you check in with Dustin on that. Hey, thanks. That's a great topic today, and we'll talk to you next time, Dustin. Thanks, Brent. Okay, thanks for listening to Making Sense. Have yourself a great day.